Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your Mitzi, and this is Mitzi Thinking. And we are starting off Taboo Week thinking about the taboo of body dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia, if you don't know what it is, is basically a mental disorder that people have. They just are not satisfied with themselves. They're always seeing something wrong. They just don't feel complete. They don't feel like they are their true selves. What they see in the mirror is not what they see, if that makes any type of sense. But basically, I put it under Taboo Week because a lot of people who have these complexes majority of the time they get labeled as attention seekers they get labeled as people who just try to get attention and do it in the wrong ways but in actuality i feel like these people are hurt these type of people who have body dysmorphia they are actually hurting mentally inside they're hurting emotionally inside and people don't understand that because they just consider them like an attention seeking person and they just want all the attention they are not always like that sometimes they don't want to seek the attention is just that they just truly do not see themselves as perfect they don't see themselves as the world sees them you know they see themselves as a monster and if anybody who's living with this i'm sorry that you're living with this and it's just sad for individuals who are living with this because usually these are the people that are getting the most body modification they are getting the tattoos to cover up what they don't like they they're getting the piercings the scarifications you know the plastic surgeries these are the individuals that spend over tens of thousands of dollars just to try to get themselves in the perfect look that they imagine or that they want. In actuality, they are never satisfied though because no matter how many surgeries they go under, they still feel incomplete, you know? And it's sad because I feel like cure to body dysmorphia is just self-satisfaction and self-acknowledgement. It's self-acceptance, but it's easier to say it than for someone to actually interpret that, understand that, and replicate that in their own lives. So let's just really break down body modification so that people really have a a good understanding of what it really means. So per hopkinsmedicine.org, what is body dysmorphic order? Basically, if you have BDD, you may be upset about the appearance of your body that it gets in the way of your ability to live normally. So if you cannot get your mind off your image of yourself, then you most likely have body dysmorphia. But what causes it? Well, the causes of body dysmorphic disorder is thought to be a combination of environmental, psychological, and biological factors. Bullying or teasing may create or foster the feelings of inadequacy, shame, and fear of ridicule. So those are, you know, the ideas of what people have of what doctors have about this disorder. In actuality, I feel like people really need to think about this because you don't know who is actually suffering through this disorder. You know, so I have some facts about body dysmorphia from Mental Health America. Eight things you should know about body dysmorphic disorder. Number one, BDD is a serious mental illness. It is, ladies and gentlemen, it is related to obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD. It's most commonly begins around puberty and it affects both men and women. So nobody is exempt. If you have a complex that you are obsessing over, well, you could have BDD. You know, fact number two, someone with BDD focused on something about their parents that may be real or imagined. 
So I have seen episodes and I have seen certain TV shows with individuals with BDD. And it comes to me to realize that, yeah, sometimes they see things that nobody else sees. You know, they're constantly reflecting back on magazines and social media and other women that display themselves in a certain way that when they look at themselves in the mirror or they look at themselves at all, they don't recognize who they are. They're just they see themselves as if that's not how they see themselves in their mind, you know? Number three, obsessive and repetitive behaviors are a central part of BDD. So if you are noticing that you are being obsessive and very repetitive about these, your actions, about trying to cover up your face, trying to cover up who you are, trying to cover up the dis- the defects that only you can see, well, you possibly have BDD. <laughs> Number four, BDD is not the same thing as being self-obsessed. It's not. It's really not. BDD causes individuals to feel ashamed of their appearance rather than love it. See, so that's the difference. You know, sometimes they may fall and like, oh, I love my appearance, but in, behind closed doors, they're crying because they don't understand why they look the way they look. You know, they're crying because they don't understand why nobody understands why they act or why they do certain things in a certain ways because they don't feel that same love you know when just because somebody else may say it to you doesn't mean that that person may feel it actually for themselves and that's the biggest thing is that when somebody holds that shame of just their appearance it really can take a toll off of someone you know number five individuals with bdd suffer from a lot of shame so if you have BD and you suffer from a lot of shame, go listen to my shame podcast. Hopefully it would help you because it most definitely helped me. And um, we can really get through this shame together because research suggests that internal shame arises in response to internal repugnance of one's appearance and external body shame arises from anticipation of social evaluation and rejection of one's appearance. So to be able to really get over that shame of your appearance, you really have have to make a declaration in your mind make a statement in your mind that you're just going to do that you're going to declare is not going to bother you you know but that's hard that's a hard thing to do is just wake up in the morning and decide you are not going to bother you you know in reality sometimes we just bother ourselves the most because we just don't understand why nobody understands <laughs> i feel like that could be a reason but hey that's just me thinking about things. But what do you think about when it comes to body dysmorphic disorder? Let me know. So we're just going to continue on. VDD demands attention and it just can disrupt your life. Concerns with your BDD are unwanted, but they are usually difficult to resist or control. And on average, they occur three to eight hours per day. So if you have BDD, it's not you are reflecting on yourself a couple out a couple times in a day I'm like oh my god I'm so fat oh my god look at my belly oh my god look at my face no it's literally you are obsessing over your body and your face and your overall appearance like if it's a full-time job like if it's a part-time or full-time job if, if you're obsessing for three to eight hours per day then there goes your mindset for the day. You know what I mean? You are literally wasting time over something that shouldn't be even wasted on. You know, because at the end of the day, your image of who you are is just you. People will accept you for who you are once you learn to accept yourself. But that's the thing. People don't understand that concept. People don't understand that once you accept yourself with all of what you are, then the world will 
have to accept you for all that what you are. And if they don't, well, then, hey, they're lost, right? <laughs> Number seven, BDD can cause a lot of stress and negatively impact academic performance. Because if you're obsessing for three to eight hours of the day, how can you really study? How can you really focus on anything else, right? Makes sense. Number eight, treatment usually involves therapy and or medicine. And I advise any individual who has body dysmorphia or thinks they may have body dysmorphia, go talk to a counselor, go talk to a therapist, go talk to, to an individual who may not be in your service, who may fully understand exactly where you're coming from, because you need to really talk it out. Sometimes to get out of our own minds, we have to talk it out to somebody else so that we know exactly how to handle it or to take it forward or to see it in a different perspective. Cause that's the thing. The point is to see life and to see certain concepts of our own in a different perspective. So that we know that we are perceiving it in just a fraction of what it could be. So take that into consideration, ladies and gentlemen. So I got them quotes, quotes, ladies and gentlemen, the best part of the show, I believe, cause I love me some quotes. <laughs> First quote is, just for the record, darling, not all positive change feels positive in the beginning. And it's true. Something positive may not feel good in the beginning, but it will be later on. You got to just hold on, ladies and gentlemen, just hold on. Number two, given an opportunity, shame will mask itself as your best friend and it will convince you that it is only there to help you. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Trust me when I say shame will never be your friend shame will never be able to help you and shame will never ever ever be able to get you on the right path it won't it'll just stoop you in and you'll be in a flipping sinkhole it's it's terrible so last but not least the last one is self-acceptance is truly a heroic act those are the quotes ladies and gentlemen to keep y'all thinking that is a pretty much the show that's the show so i thank all my listeners i thank you for staying tuned and i hope you guys stay tuned for some more catch me on social media mitzi think inc so that you, you if you google mitzi thinking you can find me anywhere and everywhere ladies and gentlemen go check out my social medias so you can always find some great quotes to follow and think with Alrighty, so ladies and gentlemen uh my random topic for today is would you rather watch a sports game in person or on tv i recently went to a baseball game and it was really fun it's really, really, really fun to actually I, I personally feel like going to games are funner than actually just watching the games. Like I'm a type of person that won't pay attention to the game if I'm watching it on TV. But if I'm in person, hello, how you doing? I'm all up in it. You know, I don't know. It's weird like that. Um, I've been to hockey games. I've been to baseball games, have not been to any basketball games. But what I do know is that they're so much fun more in person than there are online. So it's fun to see that they're bringing it back because let's be honest, I would not been able to sit down and watch any more games. I'm just being honest. I'm not a game person that likes to watch any type of sports on TV. What about y'all? Let me know. Let your girl know what y'all be thinking about. So food for thought. Time doesn't always heal everything, but acceptance will always heal everything but that being said y'all just keep thinking be safe stay safe and take care now bye